All right. You are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. This is Brian. Hi. And uh, we are coming to you from sunny Los Angeles, California. It's lovely out here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to be chatting about everything from music, TV, film, sports. A little bit of sports. A little bit of sports. And, of course, the fabulous view here from the studio of uh, the ocean. Oh, we've got a great ocean view out here. Lovely waves today. All righty. Well, one of the first things that we want to uh, tackle here is, uh, as, you, as you may have noticed, we, uh, we didn't really have any fun music playing us in here. Mm. We want to we we uh, fix that. So we were discussing it, um, and we've got a couple options. Um, we, Brian and I are in the band Downstairs Neighbors. So there's the possibility of us using one of our own original songs to mm -hmm. play us in and out. Um, or we could uh, grab a, a, a popular song, mm -hmm. um, one that's, that's, that's already out there and famous and known, and, uh, and utilize that to play us in and out. Um, we, uh, we don't want to make that decision. It's too much work. That's too much work. Way too much work. Uh, very lazy here. And um, So we're going we're gonna to leave that decision up to our, our lovely listeners they are lovely. Yes, all of you out there. So you're so pretty. You're so pretty. So what uh, what we'd like you to do is send us a, a, an email at downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com or hit us up on our Twitter page. That's at uh, dneighborsband. Um, also, feel free to check us out on Instagram, downstairsneighbors. Um, I, you can't really vote there unless you take a picture of your you can favorite just You artist. can put stuff in the comments and we'll read there it. There you go, yeah. Or just take a picture of you punching um, bon, John Bon Jovi and we'll be like, oh, you want us to use a Jovi song? Okay, cool, got it. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Um, well, not necessarily find and punch. Don't punch John Bon Jovi. Well, no, that's not fair. We can't tell you what to do. We can't recommend that you do it, but we can't stop you either. I think that's fair. So, uh, but... You bring up a good point. Uh, the comments, you could use comments on Instagram. However, you can upload short videos uh, on Instagram. All now. sorts so, of wonderful media in this 21st century. Let's set a rule on this one. If you want to vote for a song via an Instagram video, we want to see you performing that song for us. That would be nice. Yeah. Don't just write it on a piece of paper and then pee on the piece of paper. Yeah, no. That's, that's not, that's not going to count as a vote. But yeah, so uh, hit us up with the uh, your votes for what music you'd like to hear play us in and out. Uh, we'll do our best to accommodate the winning votes there. Um, again, uh, Gmail account, it's downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at dneighborsband and uh, then Instagram at uh, downstairsneighbors. I like our Twitter handle. dneighborsband? It makes us sound like a super rap group. It, it does. D-Neighbors Band. D-Neighbors Band, yo. Yeah, we and sound awesome. It, it does. Like Buster Rhymes would be in our band. And I'd like to say that, that was a, it was a creative choice, but they actually limit how many characters can be in a Twitter handle. And Downstairs Neighbors, one See, letter this too long. Is, we should have named ourselves D-Stairs Neighbors. We should have named D's ourselves. Or D's something. D's... D's Nuts Neighbors. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to D's Nuts. I don't know how. I don't know how. I just felt right. All right, well. It's hot. It is hot. Hot as things that are warm. It's, um, it's as hot as Southern California. Yeah. Or as hot as the first topic of conversation I want to talk about. What's that? I want to talk about what Kanye West. <laughs> okay. And I want to talk about why I don't think he should have to say sorry for interrupting Taylor Swift. 
Okay, topical. I like it. That happened uh, what two years ago? Two, well, many many years ago it happened in in Hollywood time. It was a millennia ago, <laughs> a previous age. And I just want to point out that that I, I think we can all stand behind the fact that Taylor Swift's video wasn't exceptional okay. at all. Now, w- uh, which which video was that? Was that the? Uh, it was the "You Belong I'm to Me" one, where she's oh. she's in the cool cheerleader outfit and she looks very jailbaity and stuff, and that's fine and everything. And you're like, "Hey, Taylor Swift, you're cute and adorable, and that's that's nice. It, it's great." But I'm with Kanye. Like Beyonce's video was like a cultural event. That was single ladies. Single right? ladies, yeah. yeah. Single. Yeah. I'm sorry, single ladies lost to "You Belong to Me." And of course it lost because the MTV Music Video Awards are nothing if not just a popularity contest. They are completely useless. This is very true. They are they are voted on by teenagers, one of which I used to be in the late 90s <laughs> and early 2000s and I remember liking really terrible stuff and thinking that it should win things just because it was a thing I liked. So, I get it that it won. But I think it's perfectly and culturally okay for Kanye West to get up on that stage and say, "You know what? You know what?" You, everyone that voted for this is is really not as bright as you could be, and we've definitely like we're gonna look back on this and be embarrassed. And I think everyone should be. Now, I think it's important to point out we're not saying we're approving of everything Kanye West has done or said since then. No, no, okay. certainly not. Yeah, I'm not. I the man may be legally mentally handicapped. <laughs> I'm serious. I think he is uh, the closest thing to an idiot savant American music has. You know, like the composers back in the 1800s, like Beethoven or somebody who's like, he's deaf, he never combs his hair, he hammers on the piano and screams at all hours of the night. That's Kanye West, but with rap instead of classical music. So are you saying that that years from now, decades from now, uh, Kanye West will actually be revered in music schools? He's the Mozart of our time. In the year oh. 3000... People will play Kanye West. Con- they'll they'll do orchestrations of his music, and there'll be opera singers who rap about Yeezy and Yeezus. Like there'll be the 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 Pavarotti of three thousand eighty five will will rap Yeezus. So now I know they have like the uh, the Baby Einstein videos and Baby Mozart stuff. Are, are we gonna have Baby Kanye? Sure. Why not? I, I don't understand why you don't have that now. <laughs> he wears he wears leather jogging pants. I, when I have a child, I'm going to dress them in leather jogging pants. Leather baby pants. Where's, where's the leather for, chil- for, for babies? A, let's get a leather onesie. Right? Where's the leather onesie? I want my kid to deuce in leather, and I want to have to oil it after. I, oh, it's creaking. We better oil the diaper. And I wanted to say, like, Sean John on the side or something. I think it would be amazing. I'm seeing how this could very easily swerve into just a, a baby-sized gimp costume, though. Yeah, that would be wrong. Times 8 million. Though I bet it exists, the rules of the internet say it does. Oh, I'm sure it exists. I mean, I mean, even the uh, the ball gag would be. There's a probably pacifier. some Eastern European country that manufactures <laughs> them. I'm not going to say which one, but Latvia. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it on Etsy. Yeah, there's <laughs> an Etsy shop. <laughs> that is wrong. So Kanye West, uh, he gets yes. a pass on that. I feel like he gets a pass. Yes, for Taylor Swift. Just to be clear, there for that alone, I feel like yes, he abu- he he got up there and maybe abused his powers a little. But it needed to be said. He could have waited till afterwards, but it needed to be said. There, I've, that's my final word on that. So. Now, speaking of Taylor Swift, I just because again, I, you're challenging my my uh, my middle aged memory here. The okay. song, the song she had out, the video, uh, that was that was the one where she's 
in the video, she's playing both parts, right? She's the cheerleader, and she's also the one that, that is overlooked somehow. Is that the right video? All I remember her was being like the overlooked girl, but she may have also been the cheerleader. I'm not sure. I, I think that was the one. She she was like a Hannah I remember Montana her cool nerd thing. glasses. She looked very yeah. cute in the nerd glasses and in the band uniform. I was like, oh, Taylor, look at you. You're adorable. But I don't remember. Like, that's how unmemorable <laughs> that video is. See, it... The song, the so now that I think we are talking about the same song, and uh, and and if we're wrong, then this will be a conversation with a wrong title on it. But that song always bothered me because looking, there's no way to look at Taylor Swift. There's no way to 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 see Taylor Swift to look to, at her at all. To look at, there's no way to see her. She's she's translucent. Um, she's a the being <laughs> of light. <laughs> if you stare, you'll go blind. No. There's no way to look at Taylor Swift and possibly believe that that when she was in high school, in fact, when she was in high school, she was writing these songs and getting famous. Yeah. There's no way to think that she was the overlooked, unpopular girl. It wasn't happening. You know, I I would I will challenge you there and say I think she was probably homeschooled, and so yes, she probably was. I mean, don't get me wrong. If she'd gone to public school, I'm sure she would have been, you know, popular and stuff. I mean, she's blonde and cute. I'm pretty sure she'd have been all right, but. She was probably like homeschooled or something. If she's like writing songs and albums as a teenager, she had to be like home tutored or something, and probably made her feel a little alienated. And so she had to pen that song about "You Belong to Me." And and yeah. What you're saying is that there's no way public school could produce a uh, singer songwriter. No, that's not, no. They definitely can and have. Jesus, I'm sure went to public school. He dropped out of college. We know that, but he definitely went to high school. Okay, so. The World Cup just just ended. It did. I know. Uh, I know for a fact that you were uh, you're a hardcore uh, World Cup fan. I think I only missed like three or four games. That that's uh, impressive. I I was very fortunate that one of the contract jobs I was working on ended right. I missed the first game because I was working, and the sec I missed missed up through Sunday of the first first week, and then after Sunday I pretty much didn't miss any games. Except when Columbia was playing. Not that I have anything against Columbia. I just I, they were playing early, and I slept in, and I missed it. Okay. They did well though. Go Columbia. They were they were quite good. Now, and I actually I remember several times trying to get you to 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 go out to the bar with me and have a drink, and it was difficult prying you away from that TV. You were you were about the World Cup. I'm invested in the You're World invested. Cup. Yes. I, once every four years, I get really into soccer. I mean, I kind of like soccer. I like Premier League soccer, but I really get into it once every four years. Now, do you have the same draw to the Olympics? Nobody cares about losing outside the Winter Olympics. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> losers. You're awesome, but you're kind of losers. Sorry, losers. It's heartbreaking. You guys are awesome in the Olympics. It's cool to watch. But after the Olympics and you've won your gold, I, I, I don't keep up with you. It's I true. I just don't. It's true. I mean, even the, uh, even the more, I guess, mainstream sports, uh, your gymnastics, your... No. your even, I won't say hockey because that's unfair. Even though they have the NHL, they're still very overlooked by right. most of America. Yes, um, they are, they are, I would say it's not exactly America's national pastime. No, no. Um, it's too Canadian. It is too Canadian. Yeah. It's the same reason we don't have milk in a bag. We don't have milk. They have, they have milk in a bag up there. It's true. They have it's milk true. in a bag. Yep, they serve their milk in bags. And you think Muslims are weird and have a different culture. No, the <laughs> Canadians are far more mystifying. Is it, is it like a Capri Sun type of bag or what is uh, it? I've not experienced it. I've I had a friend who went to Canada and I asked them because I I think there's something about milk in a bag in a Canadian song I heard once. And I was like, do they serve milk in a bag? And he was like, yeah, they do. It's weird. That is kind of cool. I mean, it's different. You know, I'll give them that point. I'm, 
I'm I'm American though, and I'm not drinking my milk out of a bag. That's I right. wonder if they recycle the bags. I wonder if it's like a oh, they like, probably do like the old milk bottle thing we used to have. Yeah, no, oh, not, that's okay, true. I should I should clarify, not us personally. We're not that old, right? No, that would be cool. I do want the milkman to come back. I think I'd be all right. It's a job we should not have gotten rid of. If nothing else, for the erotic tales. Right? They've some great romance novels written about the milkman. Right? He had a saucy name. America, get on that. Right? Milkmen are back. I'm not going to waste too much time on that thought, because, <laughs> but I'm just going to say, milkmen, come back. Deliver, so, my, deliver my tasty milk treats to my door. Now, getting back on the World Cup. Uh, back to tasty soccer treats, yes. Tasty soccer treats. Am I happy the Germans won? Yes. Okay, that was going to be my question. How are you? Yes. How do you feel about the outcome? You know what I didn't like was the pornography they showed. That that video <laughs> of of German men shitting all over Brazilian men, that was filth, and should not have been put <laughs> on the air. It was disgusting. Nobody wanted to see that. You're you're of course referring to the, the semifinal match when Brazil was shellacked. Yes, literally yes, yes. laid down on the field and were deuced on by large German men in a pornographic German scheisse film sort of a way. It was filth and it was not fit for the air and I, they should not have put that up. Now, were you, are you opposed to the, the absolute smearing that you saw or, or were you pulling for Brazil at that point? I, I was cheering for Germany up until the f- like fourth goal and then I just sort of felt bad. And I just was like, guys, it's okay to stop now. You can stop. I don't need to see this. And they kept going. Um, to, to Germany's credit, they did pull back a little. And uh, but it, it was literally like watching. Like I play FIFA on on the the video game, mm-hmm. and I I turn it down to rookie and jack up all my players' stats and just crush people by like ten to nothing. And I didn't think that would happen. I was like, did I <laughs> did I plug in the PS3? Am I watching the right thing? It was weird, um, but but yeah, they uh, it was not pretty. They should not have shown. They should have cut it at halftime. They should have just cut to something else. Like let what's LeBron James thinking of doing? They love showing that. <laughs> what's what the decision is he thinking? part two? Right? Is he thinking about something right now? Let's go to LeBron James thinking live and not show you this abomination that's about to happen. We're waiting for LeBron James to decide where he's having lunch today. He's, 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 it appears he's going to have a decision, yeah. No, they could have cut to that, and that would have been much, much nicer to watch than, than, than poor Brazil, who I do feel bad for. Now, you bring up an interesting point, and, and unfortunately it seems to happen at some of the most marquee games. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when we're growing up, we do Little League, uh, we've got the, uh, I think everybody has a different name for it, but it's the... The, the mercy rule. The mercy rule, thank you. Ask um, me how I know about that. <laughs> how do you know about the mercy rule? I was rule, a Ron? part of a pretty bad little <laughs> league team. Um, but, you know, and, and for, those, for those of you that, that, uh, that didn't have a, a liberal enough areas, uh, little league to know, the mercy rule is basically the kids are out there to learn the game, have fun, learn sportsmanship, teamwork. Yep. And when one team is team working significantly better than the other yeah. they will call a game once it, once the score gets was it usually 10 runs or seven runs they are not out there to be slaughtered like brazilians exactly that is exactly what they don't do to those poor kids so a game that might usually go six innings i think it was when i was playing if the other team if one team ends up by 10 points at some point or 10 runs yeah they call it it's done and which i don't know if that's good or bad for the kids by the way i kind of i kind of feel like you know what you're out there you clearly didn't practice enough. Maybe you need to be shamed a little. That I think we've 
we've we've hidden from shame as America a little. I, th- I think I think we, I'd be okay with those kids being told, you know what, you lost twenty seven to nothing. Maybe you should practice more. Why don't you put down the Game Boy? Yeah, whatever they're playing, whatever they're doing, less Call of Dutying and more hitting the ball right? or something. So so you're. So you're you're not necessarily in favor of the mercy rule. See, I like the mercy rule. I don't I don't like how some of these they don't keep score. I've been to some games they don't keep score at all. They don't keep score. They don't keep score. There's they're they're literally they're, it is, you are never too young to know you're failing. Except, but that's what I think. That's what I think. I, I guarantee you, the Chinese economy keeps score. <laughs> so if these kids are the future of America and no one's teaching them that the score is being kept, I have really bad news. Trust me on that. The terrorists are, they've scored. There's a score. They're they are keeping score. They don't get a trophy just for showing up. They yeah, get one for no, blowing No up. one gets a trophy. Well, you tried to bomb a building. Here's a trophy for you. No, they don't do that. So I don't think we need to teach our kids that, hey, uh, it's okay. You almost did good. So so I, I assumed you'd probably be with me on that. That that, that is that is too much. I think mm. that is too coddling. I, I mean, I'm all for kids being good. Win. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that the, the kids should, ex- you know, that I want to watch kids cry or something. I mean, I want them to, but I want them to know, hey, you you need to work hard to to get things. You work hard and practice. You can have something nice, or you might still get beat like a Brazilian. I don't know. So so how about the trophies and the the ribbons or whatever they're doing now, stickers? I don't know, tattoos, whatever they're giving out for for winning. That should definitely still be not just hey you showed up honorable mention. Oh, they can get one, but it doesn't. It can't be as cool as the one that it wins. If you win, That's you should fair. get something better. Sure, the, I fair. mean the other kids can have a sticker, like like the the kids that win get frozen stickers, and the kids that lose get stickers from those planes movies that are awful. They're like here you go, here's a sticker. You get you get Queen Elsa, and you get plane number seven from Planes, the direct video sequel. Planes, planes, and more planes. You, you get you get Cinderella's wacky sidekick from Cinderella Four: Magic Time Day. Magic That's what they get. I, I don't even know if that exists, but it, if it does, it there will. she has a wacky sidekick, and he's awful. I'm sure. But the the mercy rule, I I get. I like the mercy rule for kids. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'll go on record and saying okay. I'm saying if if a kid's I, now granted I still think then that team that spanked him by ten runs they better get some damn nice frozen stickers they get the good Capri Suns yeah they, yeah they better get they the, get the grape the, ones yeah. not those orange ones yeah. that taste like Sunny D uh, but I'm almost wondering if we maybe might need something like that in professional sports because uh, the like you mentioned Germany and Brazil and yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, as much as I'm not a Seahawks fan, and I'm not, they played, they they played like they deserved the good Capri Suns. Oh, absolutely! But the thing is, that game by halftime, that game was unwatchable. There was no. Yeah, point. they could have cut it and just let Bruno Mars keep singing. I right. probably wouldn't have cared. I I uh, I'm not the world's biggest Bruno Mars fan. Um, Me neither. But but that was the best part of the entire evening. Pretty much. And and I like football. Football is my favorite sport. Mm. But that wasn't football. No, that was. That was Brazilians, <laughs> or or Denverans. I'm sorry, Denverans. You you can redeem yourselves this next year. Go get them, guys. So what do you, so what do you think then? As far as uh, uh, I mean, because the I, next football season, yeah, like, or any sport like that. I mean, I, I've got Goodell's number in my phone. You know, we okay. can give him a call and and say, hey, let's bring back tackling and and let's talk about a spanking rule. Wait, like they spank them? <laughs> yeah, a, a mercy rule. Like 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 Peyton Manning, you did so bad. Russell Wilson gets to spank you at halftime. That sounds sounds like you're turning America's America's other pastime into an erotic adventure involving milkmen. 
dressed as Peyton Manning. That, well, as long as they're Brazilian, I guess that's. The I theme. get whatever, however that works. But uh, I do think that the 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 NFL rules have. I mean, this was a debate they had last season, and they'll mm. probably have it again this year. They're protecting the quarterback way too much. I mean, I, 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 hey, I don't want anybody to get concussions, but you are getting paid millions of dollars to put your head on the line. Like, you don't go out to oil rigs out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico and go, hey, guys, you get to work in not as scary conditions because, uh, you know, you, you work for the oil. Like, no, there's n- other jobs don't get their job nerfed. Then exactly. Why does the NFL get it? I, I'm not sure. Again, I don't want people to get concussions. I think it's awful that they get them, and we should obviously protect them better but i don't think the answer is turning the game into what it's headed towards right it's going to be flag football before long getting pretty ugly now it's it's summer we've been talking about football and i know that that's fine with me i literally could sit here and talk football all year round and i kind of wish they'd play all year let's just get it out of the road in one of our first episodes the bears will not be winning the super bowl next year as much as seth wants them to the bears will win the super bowl they will not okay would you like to place a wager? Because Jay Cutler. Let's let's go. <laughs> I will bet you Jay Cutler. How about that? So so wait, if they do win, I get Jay Cutler. You get to keep Jay Cutler. What if I don't want to keep Jay Cutler? Well, then you don't make the bet, obviously. Because <laughs> if I win, Jay Cutler gets to go back to where did he come from? Like uh, uh, Denver, and back up Peyton Manning. Okay, I'll tell you what. I um, or you can clean my house. I've got. How about this for a, a, a fun little wager? Those uh, those of our listeners that know us personally know that uh, that that we have we have a band uh, downstairs neighbors. We do, and uh, we've been you know doing writing some music, performing out here in the LA area. And how about this? If the Bears win the Super Bowl, I can smell where this is going. If the Bears win the Super it Bowl, smells like it's going to Margaritaville. Is where it smells like <laughs> it, it's going. Exactly. Well, no, because that that one's too easy to get by. Just because you hate it doesn't mean the bar will. So Fine. I, I say, let's make a wager. If the Bears win the Super Bowl, I get to pick a song. I don't have to pick right now, and neither do you. I get to pick a song that you'll have to perform lead on in front of a live crowd when we perform a set. Kay. And if the Bears don't win, then you get to pick a song that I'll have to perform. That's fair, except for the part where you get to pick any song. You get to pick any song for me. No, and no. I, I want to alter the bet. Okay. I I will alter the bet. I will sing any song except Margaritaville. <laughs> and if the Bears lose the Super Bowl, you never get to say the name of the song Margaritaville ever again. In life or in our sets? In our sets. Okay, because I can't promise that. It's never, never to be brought up that we'll ever even consider Margaritaville ever, ever again. In fact, pretty much all Jimmy Buffett. Hmm. Okay. No offense to Jimmy Buffett fans, but stop smoking pot and living in your mom's house. <laughs> okay, maybe that was offensive. I'm sorry. That, Jimmy that, fans. that was a little harsh. Stop living in retirement in Boca Raton. You know what? Actually, keep living in retirement in Boca Raton. Keep listening to Jimmy. Just don't tell me about it. And, and Jimmy Buffett, we love you. Jimmy Buffett, you are an all right guy. I just don't care much for your Margaritaville song. That's the diplomatic way of saying. That's the best way to say. Okay, so that's fair. So, so then, if you win, if if you win and the Bears lose, which any listeners in Illinois, I want to point that out. Brian winning is the Bears losing. If you see this man, feel free to throw things at him, punch him, throw sausage. Yeah, I don't at go him. to Illinois. That's true. Between the Cubs and the Bears, I don't go to Illinois. We've got the. 
Bulls and the Blackhawks. I would go for the Bulls now that they have Pau Gasol. That is true. That I was happy when I read about that. I that, think they've actually a got good. a legit chance now. I mean, they were pretty good before, but if they if Derrick Rose, if they can just make him out of bionic parts, <laughs> he's he's halfway if there. They can make Robo Rose. If Robo Rose can be a thing, and Pau Gasol has an, a decent season, and Noah is still as amazing as he always is. He's a freak. I love that guy. I mean, they got a great team. They got a good coach. They'll be fine. They'll be good. I think. I think the Bulls are going to be good. Uh, they'll pretty much have to compete with the Cleveland Cavaliers in the East, and then maybe the Heat. I guess. I'm interested. I, I, uh, you, you bring up the two teams that obviously have one central figure, LeBron. Yes. Uh, I, I've been a, uh, a pretty strong Heat hater, uh, for the last few years, ever since the Big Three was formed. Mm-hmm. Um. And you can see the the teams I cheer for lose, and the teams that I hate, well, they almost three peat. Please so never be a 49ers fan. I <laughs> that should be another bet we have. If, oh if my I god! There, if you want to make that bet really worth it, <laughs> if if the Bears lose, you'll cheer for the 49ers. No, I don't want that bet. <laughs> I'm not taking that bet. Um, but uh, I respect what he did. I uh, I like the fact that LeBron has gone mm-hmm. back home. Um, I feel that that's going to be the only way, one of the only ways to really legitimize himself is if he can win the same number of rings there that he did in Miami. I think the thing with LeBron is it's just too good of a story if he wins in Cleveland. And that's what I didn't like the most. Like, he went to Miami and won some rings, and I'm like, that's great, good for you, but you're literally the hometown hero. You're from Akron, which is right outside Cleveland. Yeah. You're the Cle- Cleveland as a town just hasn't won a title in a long time. And they need one, and they, they, whoa, in their backyard, they find the greatest basketball player of his generation, and he leaves and wins rings elsewhere? Uh-uh. And that's not a good story. Yep. The story has to be him winning. It's like, it'd be like if in Lord of the Rings, Frodo just, like, left the path and, like, wandered off somewhere else, and <laughs> he still destroyed the rings, but, like, he went over the sea and hung out with, with Dwayne Wade Elf and Chris Bosh Elf and... They just elfed around for a while, and then they were like, oh, hey, we'd throw the rings in the fire. All right, they're gone. Whatever. Let's let's go home. It's just not as compelling of a story It's true. as if you know LeBron wins the title in Cleveland. So I'd like to see him win one there. I, I would. Yeah, it'd be good. It, it, listening to you talk about it scared the crap out of me of the one day that we know if as long as he maintains the ability to walk, uh, Derek Rose eventually going to L.A. out here to the mm. Lakers and winning a championship with the Lakers. That would that would not be. I have terrible news for the Lakers fans. No one wants to come here. That not right now. That is true. That is true. The Clippers actually. People want to play for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The Lakers, but nobody wants to play for the Lakers as long as Kobe's there. And what's funny is that 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 sentiment is somehow still not reflected in ticket pricing. That's what blows my mind. I think it's just because the Lakers are a name. You know, it's like it's like if cornflakes started tasting like turds. They'd still charge a lot of money for cornflakes, even if they were dried turds, because their name is cornflakes and they've got the little rooster on the box and everything. And and you, yeah, you're gonna you, you know it's the it's the same thing with the Lakers right now. No offense, Lakers fans, but I got, apparently the name of our podcast should be No Offense because <laughs> I say that a lot. But I I'm serious, Lakers. I'm from Portland and I dislike you because I'm a Blazers fan, and I have to say it's been wonderful just enjoying watching Swaggy P and friends just lose like crazy. And you guys have stuck with them. I will give Lakers fans this. Props to Lakers fans. They have not, the bandwagon ones have left, and the real hardcore people are still there. They're still cheering. They're still holding out hope, like, we're going to trade for Kevin Love. Carmelo Anthony's going to come play for us. And that's that's not happening. 
And when the season comes out, I really hope that they're still down at Staples Center just going, Kobe's got one more in him. He really does. He can do it, man. This I'm, is the year. This is the year. This is another year, man. He's going to three-peat. Three-peat. Go. <laughs> and Kobe and Swaggy P are going to do it together. They're the team we've been waiting for. I mean, I, I all, all wishes of success to the Lakers this year, but they are going to be pretty awful, I think. I, I agree. I, I, I do want to see uh, what Cleveland can do now that they got LeBron back. And he's not the only... The only good name they've got now. No, no, they got they got Wiggins. Who Andrew Wiggins is a basic. I mean, he, I don't think he's going to be amazing this year, but you give him like two years, he's going to be up there with LeBron. I think. I think he's that good. Mm. Um, and then they've got Kyrie Irving still at point guard, and he's yeah. he's no slouch there. So they've got a shot. They I, just they need a bench. Uh, they've got kind of they've got Tristan Thompson. Then Anthony Bennett was the number one draft pick last year, and he didn't he didn't work out so well yet, but maybe he will. So yeah. he's got a much. I would say LeBron has a much better cast going in this time than he did last time. Yeah, and last time he made it to the finals. So, and and I gotta feel well. I mean, this actually what I'm about to say could go either way for him. Uh, I was gonna say he's got to have some of that doubt out of his mind now, finally getting the rings. Yeah, no, I, sure. But I, I almost wonder if it doesn't happen this year, if it doesn't happen this season, will that actually amplify the doubt to say? You can't do it in Cleveland. Yeah, well, he's the only guy. He signed a two-year contract with him. So they got two years to make it happen, I think. Or he's going to do the decision all over again and leave for L.A. There you go. The Lakers will get him then. I, you know, I will. And another thing that I'm, I'm happy about, uh, I hated the big three. And more than anything, I hated the decision. Mm. I feel like it deserved all the parody that it got. Oh, yeah. I feel like it deserved all the hatred that it got. And uh, and so uh, not only do I respect the fact that he went back home, he went back to where he started. He went back to where he never should have left. But he, d- I mean, granted, yes, ESPN, uh, you know, social media, it, you know, it, it blew up. But he didn't blow it up as much this time. He, right. This time no he just decision. said, "I'm coming home," or whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, Which uh, was much nicer than. Hey, mom and dad, I'm leaving, and I'm telling you on national television that you're the worst place I've ever been. Yeah, I hate you, mom and dad. And I'm going to Miami to party with my friends. <laughs> like that was break. Es- that was essentially what that was. It was, and now what it's turned into is, hey guys, uh, honey, look, I love you. I just I, I went out for milk and cigarettes, but I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm totally. Back. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm still. I mean, I'm still a, a Bulls fan. Um, I I want to see Rose play more than ten games. That would be nice. It would be nice. We'd um, all like to see that. But I'd uh, like to see him go to Portland. I know. I play know in the would. Rose City, in the Rose Garden. Derek Rose, think about it. It makes sense. And Kevin Love, go home. Go back to Portland. <laughs> uh, you know, I you don't deserve Derek Rose, and it's for one reason and one reason only. When he got injured again, again, I remember we were out with some friends. We were doing karaoke. Do you remember this? I, I don't. Apparently, this was a life we event were, for you. It was it was impressive, um, and uh, and somebody was singing "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal, and you. I couldn't have let that one lay there. No, you on the fly. I remember you uh, you serenaded me with uh, an improv song about Derek Rose hmm. and the fact that he is broken and made kicked glass. from a rose. Yes, yes, kicked from a rose, and it was beautiful and it was amazing, but. I you don't ever deserve Derrick Rose in Portland because you you're too evil. It's okay, we got Damian Lillard. We're fine. No offense. No offense. No offense. None taken. Uh, I think we've covered every NBA team at this point. Yeah, most, uh, I mean, everyone that matters, right? I think I think next we got to talk about the big 
the other big decision for many people, Nerd Mecca. Comic-Con. Yeah, coming up. It is. Um, now, I have never been to a convention or, or anything like that. Have you had any opportunity to go to anything like that? I once walked into my friend's apartment, and there was a lot of very, very sweaty people in a very enclosed space playing a video game of some kind. Um, I actually wound up playing it with them, I won't lie. Uh, I was terrible, and they laughed at me and pretty much made me feel like the not nerdy kid, which in that scenario is like a nerdy kid on a sports team. Yeah. And that, it's the reverse. That actually, I think, kind of sums up those conventions sometimes. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's cramped, it's sweaty, people are having fun, and people, you might wander in and get just sucked into it. Oh, yeah. So no, I could see. I, Though I say Comic-Con, uh, I don't know as it deserves its nerd mecca anymore. Because it's just it's bare it's basically an excuse for Hollywood to promote movies at this That's point, true. as far as I can tell. I mean, I don't mind that. That's fine, but let's not call it. And maybe maybe on the floor there's still lots of stuff, but I can think of other conventions that are maybe a little more deserving of of the title now. Yeah. They're they're younger, they're hungrier. Comic Con is the Kobe Bryant of right of of conventions now. It's it's won its titles. It's in the twilight of its career, and it doesn't care. It's officially, it's officially hit. You know, I, I, I believe back in the day, it was the nerd mecca, and 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 you know, it was a very, it was a, it was a niche group of people, um, and now it literally, it's gone. You mentioned it's Kobe Bryant. It's gone nightclub. It's officially, it's officially. Uh, downtown LA oh, yeah. swanky nightclub that you can't get in. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Mean, VIP only. Oh yeah, you, it's. I mean, tickets. I are like that we're talking about. We've never been to it. We're like, we're like, oh well, it's just gone downhill. You know, the thing we've never <laughs> been to is just. It's awful now I'm, that I've not been to it. I'm I'm basing it off the fact that I I would go and I can't get in. You can't get tickets to the damn thing. It's, oh, it's, so uh, you're just bitter. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm, no. I'm not bitter because I wouldn't want to go. I I don't like the idea of the, all those crowds. Uh, and besides, I've, I've already seen Nathan Fillion live in a restaurant in L.A. I called him fat by accident. I'm really sorry, Nathan Fillion. I didn't know it was you, and you were just looking puffy that day. It's okay. That's, that's me. He's a nice man. I've he, actually I assume he is. He had a very nice breakfast, and I was talking. I was sitting with my <laughs> wife, and I look over, and I'm like, oh, look at fat Nathan Fillion over there. <laughs> just thinking it was some guy who was a little pudgy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little pudgy. I recognize pudgy guys. I got to. Call him out. He stands up and turns around, and yeah, it's Nathan Fillion. And I, I don't know if he heard me or not. I really hope he didn't. He was close enough to hear me, so I really hope he didn't. He had sunshades on. Well, so if he didn't, then he's going to now because he's he's a big fan. He's a huge fan he's of our a, podcast. He's clearly, a huge fan. Anyway, Nathan Fillion, you were just puffy that day. I hope you had a nice breakfast, and thank you for making it so I don't need to go to Comic Con to see you. Nathan Fillion, actually, uh, he he's done a lot. I want to say for nerds. I, I speak I speak as one of them. As as one of the nerds, I, okay. I I I enjoy I enjoy my comic books. I enjoy sure. my video games. Uh, this is a debate that you and I, I well we've stopped having the debate because it just came down to the fact that every superhero movie that comes out I enjoy and I'll find some some redeeming quality about it. And you yeah. you're you still look at them like they have to have some sort of standards to be a movie. It's true. And, I do. Uh, I demand standards on them. But Nathan Fillion, I think he's gone a long way in making uh, nerdism. Uh, sexy, because yeah, oh yeah, he's he's. I mean, the ladies love Nathan Fillion. Yes, he I would I would personally like to thank Benedict Cumberbatch and and Nathan Fillion for making being a nerdy shut in hot again. Yeah, it, it, they've they've helped. They've helped a lot. Yeah, 
Um, unfortunately, I guess they're kind of hurting as well because then it, it, it's actually letting the ladies know that, hey, there's people in that nerd culture that are good looking too. And it just right. It it, but if Nathan <laughs> Fillion had a neck beard, it would not go as yeah, well. Or maybe true. it would. I don't know. Someone make neck beards sexy. Get on that, Ben Affleck. You want to make us fall in love with Batfleck? Give him a neck beard. Do it. Do it now. Uh, speaking of superhero movies, uh, the Spider-Man 2 movie is at the $1.50 theater. I'm still not going to watch it. Yeah, so you haven't seen it yet? I have not seen it, nor do I have any plans to see it. Uh, even like free when it hits Netflix or anything like that? Uh, maybe if it was on Netflix. Pirated hey. version? Nope. Because we'd never condone that. I, I No, I would not watch a pirated version of it, nor would I watch it. Maybe I'd watch it on Netflix. I'm curious. If it was a Thursday night and I had nothing else to do. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm curious uh, as to, I mean, you, you might have told me, and I, I've, I've slept and drank since then, so I don't remember. But uh, what is it about it? Because for me, it's, 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 you know, another one of those big budget uh, superhero movies. I've always been a big fan of Spider-Man. And even regardless of your thoughts on those, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is attractive. So what exactly is it that makes you so opposed to ever seeing it? In the first movie, I she was like watered down Emma Stone. I gotta be honest. She, she was she has been more Emma Stoney, if that's a thing. I'm angry at you, Emma Stone, because you you acted well and you weren't Emma Stone, and I'm <laughs> I'm bitter about that. How dare and you? And I'm play not gonna watch Spider Man ever again because you weren't the Emma Stone I want you to be. Yay, narcissism. No, uh no, I, I just I the characters as drawn were a little blah. For me, particularly Gwen, Stacy, they had they had Emma Stone, and there were some nice moments in the first movie. They were all right, um, and I just I didn't, but I wasn't sold on it. You know, I I just I didn't really, it didn't jump at me the way that Sam Raimi's did. And maybe it was because I was younger. Now I'm older, more bitter, more more. I just Spider Man is is uh, he's a kid. You know, he appeals to to younger people, and I'm 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 I want my. My older superheroes now, maybe I don't know. Okay, so that's probably not true. You mentioned Sam Raimi, and we're gonna get to the older superheroes in a second. But speak, stay on Spider-Man. Now, Spider-Man One. I do like Andrew Garfield, for the record. Oh I think no, he makes great a great choice. Peter Parker. And, and to be honest, um, I'm I'm holding out hope that uh, I would love it, and Hollywood, if you're listening, and we know you are. Um, well, at least Nathan Fillion. Uh, at least Nathan Fillion. And Nathan, make that call, okay? Because I've got Roger Goodell, but he can't do much for this scenario. Um, sure. What they need to do is take a risk, and what they should do is play on the fact that Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield have a fantastic relationship, great chemistry. Uh, they're, they're quickly becoming uh, America's sweetheart couple. And, uh, Are they? I think so. I okay. think so. It, okay. it, it, they, they, I don't keep up with that. I don't they, know who America's Sweetheart is. They do. They're they're doing they're doing celebrity couple right. They're not flaunting it. They're actually they're they're almost going oh, out yeah, of the way like to hide the little, it. Th- they cover their faces yeah. with like don't pay attention. That is kind of sweet. That's yeah. nice. That's and, a nice and, move. And on instead their part. of instead of doing the Shia LaBeouf paper bag, I'm not famous anymore. They cover their faces with a note that's like, hey, we don't deserve this attention or we don't need this attention. But here's some charities that do. Right. And they that actually are trying note. to draw attention. It's a nice to, move. On yeah. Their part. Um, and, uh, and so what I, what I actually would like to see, and maybe it's just cause I love me some Emma Stone, but I think it would be an interesting Hollywood swerve and it'd be a little bit of a, you know, a, a wink and a nod to the, to the, to the audience, a little bit of break in the fourth wall, give her her red hair back, bring her back as MJ. Y- you, you want her to play a different character? Yeah, I'm sorry. If the Human Torch can all of a sudden be Captain America and the world can accept it, then I think that it could be 
a little bit of a wink. They've already got a Mary Jane though. Oh, they were. They, they cut her out of this movie actually. Oh, they, I, they, I, they, I, they I was shot unaware scenes of that. With with Mary Jane, she's played by Shailene Woodley from Divergent and uh, uh, The Descendants. And they are, but they cut her out of this movie because I guess they're going to put her in the next one. Well, I say cut her out entirely, and let's go ahead and let's give Emma her. Just red give hair Emma back. Stone the red hair. But I did wonder why they. I mean, apparently she's naturally blonde, but she looks good as a redhead. So I, I, I don't understand why they didn't make her Mary Jane. Yeah. Which I thought it was ironic, by the way. In the first Spider-Man, Kirsten Dunst looks amazing as a blonde. She still looks good as a redhead, but and they dyed her hair red to ever play Mary Jane. It's it's sort of ironic how that it worked is. out. Now, oh, and so, but going back to the uh, to the original uh, Sam Raimi. Trilogy, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man one you like? Yes. Two. Yep. Three. No. Okay. So, Amazing Spider-Man one or Spider-Man three? Oh, Spider-Man one. Amazing Spider-Man one. Yeah. Okay, so it blew Spider-Man 3 out of the water. Everything blew Spider-Man 3 out of the water. That is true. Small bugs. <laughs> bo- movies about small bugs in Borneo blew Spider-Man 3 out of the water. <laughs> as long as Toby Mag- Toby Maguire did not dance. Yeah. That, that movie was a successful thing. Not that he can't dance, just he can't. Shouldn't. It, it, we all know the scene. We've all seen it. It's not good. It was not pretty. Don't do it again. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. He went all of a sudden. He would, he just went emo, and that was him. It being was that evil. was that was a movie that had problems, and it 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 was not it was not fun to watch. And uh, yeah, basically so, there. So would you be willing to? Uh, I'll buy the ticket. I will buy the ticket. Would you be willing to go see Amazing Spider-Man two to be able to accurately compare it to Spider-Man three? No. Really? Nope. So you're even though anything blows Spider-Man three out of the water, you're that sure that Amazing Spider-Man two is going to be worse. No, I don't think it'll be worse. I just don't think it's worth two hours of my time. <laughs> that's okay. That's fair. Now, getting on the topic of the your older superheroes. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts of? We'll, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit here. Ben Affleck is Batman, but more importantly, okay. what DC is doing. Um, I I don't like Zack Snyder. Okay. Uh, the director. I I personally well, you not you personally don't like I personally person. don't like. It. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, Zack Snyder is probably a very nice person. I don't care much for his films. Um, they are visually excellent. Story-wise, they are the most absent things. I they, they are very absent. They do not have much story going for them. Okay. Um, and the story they do have makes no sense. Uh, I think we can all agree after seeing Man of Steel that there were parts of that like, what, you're just going to, really? No. What? No. Like, there's, you know what? I have a perfect example. Sorry, I'm going to jump topic here real quick. We can come back to, uh, come back to Batfleck. I actually went and watched uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes last night. Really? I did. How was and, it? Uh, I don't understand. So it's at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Everyone loves this movie. I didn't like it very much. Okay. I did not care for it. And I'll tell you why. It's because it was one of those movies where people were stupid so the plot, plot could move forward. Does this conversation need a spoiler warning or no? Um, no. No, not okay. really. I won't, leave, I won't drop any spoilers. I will just say that while you're watching it, Think rationally about what these human beings are doing, or these apes in this case are doing, and ask yourself why they're doing it. See, those are called character motivations. You know, I, I, I went to college, I was in theater, and I, I studied script writing, and I studied acting, and, and you, your characters must have a motivation to do something. Okay. Now, none of, many of these characters had, um, like basically you could see the screenwriter going, well, I need this person to go from point A to point B, so they're just going to do it. I'm not going to give you any reason as to why they're doing this, or the reason I'm giving you is going to be a flimsy excuse for a reason, but they're going to go over it. Also, the worst thing I've ever seen. So the motion capture people have managed to make the Kristen Stewart monkey. Oh, no. The, in, in the film, this is, this is a, 
not really a spoiler. I mean, if you watch the trailer, you know what happens. Okay. Um, Caesar has a son. Caesar, the main, the main ape, uh, or monkey, or whatever he is. Uh, Simeon. <laughs> Caesar has a kid, and the the his kid walks through the entire movie. I kid you not. You could play a drinking game with this, and in please please do. Every time you start drinking, when you see the monkey's face for the first time. When he changes his expression, you can stop drinking. Oh, no. You'll be dead around the hour <laughs> and 40 mark because Kristen Stewart monkey does not not make this face that looks like, Daddy monkey touched me. Like, that's the look on his face is Daddy monkey touched me. And it just goes throughout the whole film. It never stops. Wow. I'm just wondering, like, they, you, you literally, it had to go through a series of things. There was an actor who was motion captured making this. Mm. Was it Kristen Stewart? It could have been, actually. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I should have looked that up. I don't know who the actor is, and I, I apologize to this poor kid, but you got. I don't know if it was you or the people that animated the monkey on top of you, but tell them to lift an eyebrow or move a cheekbone or something because <laughs> every expression was, I'm, I'm watching something I don't want to see. Like That was the monkey's look on his face all the time. It's terrible. It's awful. Um, and that, obviously, that shouldn't have been enough to ruin the movie. Like I said, the movie, just the plot was very... It was very much like, oh, we need we need the monkeys to be in peril, or we need this to happen. And okay, fine. Then people will make people will make random stupid decisions that no one in their right mind would make. Like the whole movie. I'll, I'll give you a quick example because I've raved about this far too long for this not to be out here. In the beginning of the movie, the movie starts with uh, a whole bunch of news stories about how the simian flu is killing people mm. and how the the um, uh, people are killing people, so the world descends into chaos. People are killing people. It's you know it's civil wars everywhere, and people are dying from the simian flu, which humans created. And they say we created this flu. And so, right at the beginning of the film, the first five minutes, there's a character. Uh, there's a group of people that go up to they go up to Monkey Land because Monkey Land is outside San Francisco, and they need to go up to Monkey Land to 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 find this power source. So they're going up to Monkey Land to find a power source, and this guy runs into some monkeys. And he just he shoots him, just bam, shoots shoots one of the monkeys, and they're later they're like, dude, why did you shoot the monkeys? And he's like, they did this to us. And the movie itself, the scriptwriters have the other people in his party reply with, no, no, remember the prologue? Like they don't say it exactly this way, but they quote the prologue. They're like, no, the monkeys didn't make the flu, and the monkeys didn't kill anybody. And you, you think to yourself as a viewer of this film, yeah, dude, how are how did how are the monkeys responsible for any of this? Why do you hate monkeys so much? And this guy's just like, no, they did it. And he just he goes out and he's just angry. And he's he's angry for no reason other than they need a character that was pissed off at monkeys. Uh, okay. So this guy is monkey pissed off guy, and he's angry at at, at monkeys for no reason, huh. no reason, just mad at monkeys. That it is. Well, I mean, I was gonna say it's weird, but it's really not weird nowadays for that kind of a hole to be in the... the they do. They, the there's a lot of... And it, okay, to flip it around here, Zack Snyder's films have that disease where they're like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to take the time to build a character here and tell you why this guy hates Superman or hates monkeys, whatever the case may be. We're just going to make him randomly do this because, well, the plot needs this to happen. It's like you forget step one. It's like you're making a cake and you're like, I put eggs in it. Now I'm going to stick it in the oven. Well, you're going to get eggs. You're not going to get a cake. Right. And so that's kind of what they do. Zack Snyder's problem is that he he doesn't have the patience. He wants to get to the good stuff. And I don't blame him. We all like the good stuff. But he doesn't give me long enough to understand why General Zod is angry about everything. I mean, he gives me some reasonings, but mostly just General Zod yells a lot and hates humans. Like, why why 
Why can General Zod not go go do like make Krypton on another planet? Why does he need it to be Earth? There's no reason given as to why that happens. Like I feel like if I'm the viewer and I've asked a question in my mind of, wait, why does like if a if a film director can't suspend my dis- disbelief and trick me into ignoring that fact? Cuz I mean it happens. I mean there's other good movies where you like like you watch Jurassic Park and you're like, why didn't they just shut the door to the closet and hang out in there all weekend? But Steven Spielberg is a good enough director that you don't ask yourself that question while you're watching the movie, you know? That's true. Or my brother and I's favorite thing to do right now is to watch a movie when cell phones weren't invented, and a character will do something, we'll be like, oh my God, we'll just call with the cell Oh, wait, that's not invented yet. <laughs> it's really fun. You should do it. Like, if you're watching a John Wayne movie, like, oh, Pilgrim, I guess they're going to have to round up the cat. Well, why don't you just find the cattle with your GPS on your cell phone? Oh, that's right. That's you don't right. Have, you don't have that. You don't have a cell phone because you're... Because you're not in the 21st century, John Wayne. Uh, that, loser. That, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thought. It might be fun to to waste some time thinking about uh, how how quickly and differently famous stories and movies would have ended if we just inserted the invention of a cell phone in there. Oh man, I guarantee you, screenwriters were like, "Oh man, cell phones, crap." Yep. Actually, what's uh, what one thing that I noticed that uh, that I feel. I, I honestly think they just did it intentionally for this very reason, is uh, you can't ignore them now. You can't ignore cell phones. They're no, everywhere. Yeah. But cell phones gained their popularity, and for a while, uh, the entertainment industry still tried to ignore it. Oh, like, man, uh, they tried so hard. The biggest one I can think of is, is the TV show Friends. That one, for the longest time, I think, I think in the last season, maybe an episode here or there, somebody popped out a cell phone. I think yeah. so. But... There was a good number of years there in the middle where I was a teenager and I had a cell phone. And <laughs> and I know that these 20-somethings, 30-somethings in New York, they would have freaking cell phones. And so many of their scenarios would have been solved way easier if they just texted Joey yeah. or you know gave Chandler a call and was like, oh, hey, this just happened. Do you have this? Oh, you do. Okay, I'm just going to come over then. Yeah. And and it's it's I honestly think that it is uh, I think it was I think it's a device it's it's it it was uh, was it Deus Ex Machina it was the cell phone they wanted to avoid that they didn't, oh, they didn't want to have the they wanted to get box. rid of those moments where like hey where's Phoebe I don't know check her Yelp oh she checked in there I guess she's at the Central Park okay well, <laughs> we'll just go there done problem solved <laughs> the whole episodes of where's Phoebe are suddenly taken down <laughs> in like a, a one minute app check Yelp yeah no it and you notice horror films now have to literally begin with a prerequisite moment. Oh, look, guys, we don't have cell service. They have to have that moment in yeah. every horror film now. Because nowadays, everybody's like, well, why don't you get your cell phone out and call somebody? Yeah, call 911. Yeah. Like, why do you have a cell phone? Why are you doing here? Yeah. Yep. So. I, I did like uh, the way that they eased into it, and they still use it, like you said, no cell reception is a big one is no cell service. That started to go away because there's, I mean. Everybody's um, using it all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> unless you have Sprint, you have cell service. Yeah. And uh, and so, um, so now they go with uh, oh my battery's dead, which uh, again, yeah. is, which again is kind of silly. I mean, I've gotten at points where if I've been traveling, I've gotten at points where by the end of the day, yeah, or if I've had like an emergency ridden day and I've been on my phone a lot, been calling people, looking things up, dealing mm. with stuff. Yeah, my battery gets low, but I'm I'm anal about it. I I don't let the battery get that low, and it's hard for me to believe that in all these situations where something dire is happening and they need to call somebody. Miraculously, their batteries. They clearly dead. have inferior cell phones. 
To be honest, all horror films these days are just cell phone commercials for like T-Mobile and Verizon to be like, <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have bought such a terrible cell phone service from Metro PCS. If you had our 4G LTE, you'd be alive. You'd be alive right now. See that guy getting his intestines hauled out through his nostrils? That'll be you if you don't have Verizon. <laughs> Verizon, helping you get away from murderous psychopaths <laughs> since cell phones were invented. All right. Well, um, we, uh, we were discussing this. This is, uh, this is, of course, our first podcast. And we were discussing uh, the idea of, of, uh, uh, of a theme song. And, yes. and I, of course, recommended the theme from Golden Girls, which you shot down. And I still disagree with that. But um, Sorry, Blanche. You had a great idea. Uh, we want to open this up to our audience and uh, give them a, a, a voice, as it were. Indeed. And, uh, and so what we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to actually uh, we're gonna ask you guys what you think. Uh, what would you like to hear? If there's certain songs that you think would be great for uh, playing us in and out on this, let us know. If you want to hear one of our our, uh, our jams playing us in and out. Whichever you vote for. Whichever. You are the voice of the people. You are the voice of the people. And you can uh, you can write to us on our, on our Twitter. Uh, we've got the Twitter set up. We've also got uh, an email account and a website that you can let us Why know. Why isn't that a TV show, by the way? What's that? Voice of the people. Uh, well, actually, it kind of is now. Um, well, I mean, American Idol, all that stuff, but like Voice of the People would have really been a good name. I feel like that would have been the name of American Idol in communist Russia. Oh, oh, the actual name, Voice, Voice of, of the, the People, people starting Dmitry Nivchik. Well, we've got The Voice. It's only, a, it's a, I mean, I give, it a, I give it a decade before we've got Voice of the People. It could happen. I really wish it would have happened in 1950s Russia, though. That would have been great. Oh, Voice absolutely. of the People was in Russia. Absolutely. And and all those singing shows are just terrible. They're awful. Y- you're not a fan of those. No, you're not a fan now. And not in any way, shape, or form. And you've got an interesting take on this because you know, like we've mentioned a couple times, you know, we we write our music. We 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 you know, we're we're getting out there and playing in the in the in the in the bar scene right now. For sure. Um, what is your uh, what what is your uh, what's your hatred or your issue with the uh, with the reality TV? So it, it's it's twofold, really. One, I think it's just it's a. It's a popularity contest, not a singing contest. Like, like, there's just a certain point where everybody sings the same. Like, mm-hmm. talented singers. Like, a talented singer is a talented singer. That's great. But on American Idol, I honestly can't tell the difference. You're listening to, like, oh, that guy has a really nice voice, and that guy has a really nice voice. What makes that guy more popular than that guy? Because he plays a popularity game, which is fine. Hey, everybody plays popularity games. Not the biggest beef. The second biggest beef is they sell these like dream stories with everybody. And they started doing this with the Olympic coverage, too, where it's like no American athlete can compete at the Olympics without having the longest sob story ever oh, yeah, everybody's about how they got there, which is fine. I like, you know what, if it's a genuine sob story, like if it's genuinely like, oh, that's amazing, you overcame a lot. But if it's like, Jim has a cousin who, you know, his <laughs> left foot is a little off. And, you know, but Jim's cousin believed in Jim and called him twice a year at Christmas and Thanksgiving to ask how that was going. And, and they had an awkward conversation over Thanksgiving dinner once. You know, like, like, that's not, like, come on. And, and they just, they manufacture so much drama about making it it's like to it's american a, it's, idol it's like it's a prerequisite it's can you sing great uh do you have a look that we could use great uh, what's your story uh, i've been pretty good is your pretty dad pretty dead <laughs> did no. he did were his dying words please sing son oh no no my, my parents are healthy yeah, I yeah don't get have, out oh you know it, the guy before you had two dead parents and his name was bruce wayne <laughs> now him we're putting him on exactly see so 
And the second thing is I really, I saw a little, I don't know if Dave Grohl said this or if it's just one of those things where somebody put it on a picture of Dave Grohl and said, right. Dave Grohl said this. Sounds like something he would say, but it does. the point where he said that uh, that these shows basically are teaching young kids now, this is how you be famous. You go, I'm sorry, whore yourself to a TV network and they'll decide whether you're famous. Yeah, you get, you get the approval instead of, of being instead people. of Yeah, it's a shortcut to fame and there are no shortcuts in life. I mean, sometimes there are, but. But to be a really talented musician, you shouldn't just, you know, go like practice with your friends, sound terrible, be awful in your garage, you know, make music a community thing. This just turns it into you're a star. Yeah. You're a winner and your dad's dead and he wants to hear you sing. So sing. It's 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 cynical. I mean, people call me cynical for hating it, but I'll say I think that I think the actual act of American Idol is far more cynical than disliking American Idol. That's fair. If that makes sense. Like I, I, I'm sorry. It's it's a cynical show that says we can shove anybody we want down your throat and watch America as we prove it. That well, and what's funny is I'm wondering how long that'll last. I have this, I have this hope in this dream that it will die off, and I feel like it is dying off because their ratings, you know, their ratings are always plummeting. You, yeah. know, you always hear about that. They're, the judges are constantly changing now. I well, mean, it's like everybody thought Survivor was going to last forever, and now I, it's, I think it's still on, but mm. it's not the but cultural really? event. And <laughs> I think I think American Idol is kind of fading a little bit too now. It's, it's not the event that everybody watches anymore. Like, oh, it's American Idol night. Are you coming over to to yell at the TV? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call and call in and call in and call oh, in some keep more. Keep calling. We got to let Blake or 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 Carrie or whatever whoever we're cheering whoever innocuous. Prepackaged person that looks now, like I have to say, along the lines of uh, my love, my undying love for Emma Stone, I, I I do love me some Carrie Underwood. So you want you you tread lightly there. Carrie Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Was she on American Idol? Yeah, she was on American. I Idol. don't keep up with these things. She I, she I couldn't tell you what season, what number hey, season, she had, but she hey, won. I'm not saying people on American Idol don't have talent. They got talent. They mm. really do. It's just the way that talent is presented is very cynical. I and I, but the thing is, I don't. Th- I honestly, I, I have hope. I don't think it's working as well as it used to. I, yeah. I, I remember in the first five or six years of that. Oh thing, man, the Ruben Stuttered album. I was like, oh what's God. going on here? Well, Why and beyond is this that, thing? they they might still do this. If they do it, it's fallen so far off that even I and all the crap I watch and take in, I'm not aware of it anymore. They used to do the top ten or top twelve tour. That yeah. was part of the deal when you signed on the show. They you do that for the on. voice still. Oh, do they'll, they still do it for the voice? They'll parade the voice people around. Yeah. Uh, but they don't do it so much for American Idol. Uh, I just have to also bring in here, I have a playlist on Spotify called Songs That You'll Be Murdered To. <laughs> and the number one on the list is is Invisible by Clay Aiken. And that That's song nice. is proof alone that American Idol should have never existed. A, it is by far too catchy. <laughs> it is a catch. If I was invisible, like it's, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it'll be stuck in your head all day. But then you listen to "I would just watch you in your sleep." That's the next line. Think about Clay Aiken hovering at the foot of your bed, watching you sleep. I don't want to. No, you have to. You love American Idol. <laughs> I Think do about not. It. I do not love American Idol. You love Idol. Carrie Underwood. I do. She, she was part of. Hey, yep, yep. Shut Clay up. Aiken watches you sleep at night. Just shut and up. You don't know it because he's invisible. You're a bad man. Okay. He's just down there with a spiky hair, just gelling his hair quietly you know, in the dark. It's it's weird. There's a lot of. But uh, he's a vampire. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now. <laughs> um, th- that can be said though. For if you really look at it, a lot of uh, a lot of love songs, especially country love songs. Oh, to, to come full circle, Taylor Swift's "You Belong to Me." Sounds like it's being written by someone that's going to lock you in a basement. Oh, absolutely. You belong to me. Like yeah. it's, it's way too. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I get you've got a teenage girl crush on this guy, but please don't break into his house and kill him. And all, what's all this stuff? Like, she, do, she, doesn't, she doesn't get your jokes, but I do. Yeah, so I do. She he, doesn't get you like he I He wasn't do. telling you the jokes, honey. No, he clearly wasn't. <laughs> you were just lurking in the locker listening <laughs> to them talk over that. But, uh, but a lot of the, I mean, it's, it, it's, society has changed. It's the same way, like, the, the dating game. And we'll have to get into this another time, I think. Uh, sure. But, uh, you know, the, uh, society's, uh, you, what used to be courting and, and flirting and dating and the way you'd talk to somebody and the things you would say, no. nowadays, will, they would come off. They, I mean, th- you might as well cut the letters out of a magazine and glue it onto a paper and slide it under their door. Kind, kind of, That yeah. shit's creepy. Anyway, we are out of time. So we do want to thank you again for listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. Again, I'm Seth. This is Brian. And we will catch you next time.